Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Dr. Deepika Chopra. My passion, calling, and job is really all about blending together holistic practices with real evidence-based science to help people around the world cultivate more optimism, success, and resiliency. You won't want to miss this new podcast as you'll get to hear from elite athletes, recording artists, couples, and maybe even my toddler. So if you're into arming yourself with some new practical happiness tools, join me on Mondays for your morning optimism dose. Oh, and don't forget, things are looking up. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Hi guys, welcome to With Wit. I thought I would start by just giving you guys a little background into what our quarantine cooking situation looked like before we get into the episode with Gabi. We went through a couple different phases of quarantine cooking food situations. I thought you guys would want to hear from Timmy about it because he's really the one who's in charge of the food situation in the house. What was the beginning of quarantine like for us cooking-wise versus now? The very beginning of quarantine, I like freaked out and like froze meat and like made a spreadsheet and was like counting calories and like preparing for zombie apocalypse. We had a crazy spreadsheet going with like expiration dates and ounces and categories. It was really intense. Do you think we're ever going to eat that food, by the way? Started a spreadsheet, but I I never actually did it. Like I was like, this is going to be too much work. Um, Like we'll just perish. Do you want me to tell you the quarantine eating history? Like summed up greatest hits greatest hits so first was psychotic like i was feeding sunny and whitney and like eating their leftovers <laughs> like secretly uh that was psychotic <laughs> rationing we'll call that phase number one was called psychotic rationing and phase two started when i realized like the grocery stores were resupplying and like like was trying to enjoy like time at home so we did like 
insane over shopping where we were buying like $800 worth of groceries and half of it was going bad before we could eat it because we didn't realize how much effort it took to like cook and clean every night. Um, That was a real wasteful period that I apologize for. Not even only every night, but cooking, cleaning, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like it was every meal at home. Then the next phase was like fun with cookbooks. Mm -hmm. We like got out like some cookbooks and we're like cooking out of them like new things, which was great, but like a lot of work and like time that like we just decided we didn't want to spend our time doing that, even though we like the food. It just wasn't sustainable. It was just too much work at once. It was like nice to have done it, but it, it didn't last super long. And then like we got into the groove that we're sort of in now, which was shopping every three days with like a mix of like, cooking twice and ordering in once. And that way, like the meat we buy never goes bad. The veggies we buy never go bad. And like sort of ate the same 10 things week after week. And like, I mean, those things were ground chicken for Sunny, chicken tenders for Whitney that were like grilled and then had some sort of sauce on it, a red meat dish. And then like I would get like one thing that like only I liked, like a pork chop or something like that. We also had a pretty heavy brisket phase or like slow roast phase. Good way to use like vegetables that like you buy and you think you're going to eat, but you're never in the mood for is to make a roast with meat and just like cook all the all like the leftover refrigerator drawer vegetables. There was definitely like a braised meat phase Mm -hmm. um and i've really been enjoying the pressure cooker probably my favorite in the kitchen like tool like you know quirky tool Mm. (laughs) that's what people called me in high school (laughs) timmy that quirky tool (laughs) i go you know timmy the quirky tool uh yeah (laughs) all right and then um and then like when we just did major quarantine because we wanted to see Whitney's family, we completely abandoned cooking and exclusively ordered in food, which gave Whitney two weeks worth of diarrhea. <laughs> this is true. So that's the phase we're coming off of. I think, yeah, have ordered in for 14 days straight. My body feels crazy. <laughs> and I really need to talk to Gabby and get some inspiration because this isn't Again, sustainable. Timmy, thank you for your addition and expertise. Yeah, sure. I mean, just while I have you here, yeah, want to say hi. And you know, you're probably in your car, or maybe you're not. I don't. Where do people podcast now that people aren't in their car as much? Like, like on a, in a chair, on walks around their house. Shout out to people on walks. Shout out to earbuds. Shout out to chairs. Here is the deal. I don't really know about you, but quarantine, as you heard, totally kind of changed up everything for us as expected, as assumed for all you guys. Overnight, we had to completely change what we were doing before, which now I can't even remember, and start becoming our own culinary experts. I, for one, turned a lot to social media and blogs for recipes and tips. One of the people I always look to for cooking inspo is Gabby Dalkin. She is a trained chef, recipe developer, entrepreneur, food and lifestyle writer, and founder of What's Gabby Cooking. Her blog, whatsgabbycooking.com, features original recipes and images along with highlights from Gabby's life and travels. In April of 2020, Gabby released her third 
Word Cookbook, What's Gobby Cooking? Eat What You Want, 125 Recipes for Real Life. The book reflects Gobby's approach to balancing moderation and indulgence while inviting readers to let go of rules and restrictions and enjoy their food. Totally up my alley. I've always been about moderation. I know that sounds boring and cliche, and that's what everybody says, but it's because there's truth to it. Also this year, she released her new podcast, What's Gobby Cooking in Quarantine? I am about to pick her brain for all of her quarantine cooking hacks, recipe inspirations, what she's cooking right now. I hope that all of this can help you guys and help you find some inspiration. And now a word from our brand partner. Wearing a mask is something we really should all be on board with right now. It's something that needs to be a necessity in our everyday lives. And that means it has to be something comfortable, something accessible, something comfortable for your child. I have a great option for you. It's called the Crayola School Mask Pack. These masks are great. They really solve a lot of the issues that I was finding in some of the other masks for Sunny. Each school mask pack comes with five comfortable cloth masks. So your child has a fresh mask with a new fun design every single day. You don't have to worry about cleaning it every day, you guys. All masks are built with a 3D design, a form-fitting nose wire, and adjustable ear straps. This has been super important because the ear part can get a little bit uncomfortable for Sunny, and I feel like that's part of the reason maybe why he wouldn't want to keep one on. So this is a really, really great function. They're also machine washable and come with a handy mesh laundry bag to stay organized and a calendar to track daily usage so you don't have to feel stressed about. They even have straps you can buy so that your child doesn't lose their mask or drop it on on a dirty and, you know, potentially dangerous surface. No wonder parenting magazine called School Mask Pack this year's must-have back-to-school item and why they're being recognized by People Magazine and Pop Sugar as well. And as an added bonus, Crayola School Mask Pack will donate a portion of your purchase to No Kid Hungry. For free shipping on your School Mask Pack order of any size, go to schoolmaskpack.com slash withwit and enter code withwit. That's School Mask pack.com slash with wit code is with wit here is gobby i kind of want to just introduce you to everyone listening and maybe you could just give like a little background of who you are and how you got started and everyone can get to know you a little bit more perfect so my name's gobby i run a food website called what's gobby cooking and i've been doing that probably full-time now for about six years um, I write cookbooks. My third cookbook just came out at, in the middle of quarantine, like in a couple months ago. And I have a line of products that sold at Williams Sonoma. And I basically live, eat and breathe food at all times of the day, every day. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> how did you get started in the industry? Yeah. So I was actually in college and I was the pickiest eater in the entire world. Like I ate buttered noodles and grilled cheese until I was like 20. No way. I had steak for the first time. I think my first steak was a actually senior year of high school. Yeah. Wild. That's crazy. I mean, not only just the mere fact that that's true, but also that then you became a chef. <laughs> My parents think I am an absolutely an alien. Where did I come from? I <laughs> love it. Weird. They get to reap the rewards, but they're like, this is weird. So after college, moved down to LA, I got a job and the company folded within six months. So instead of going and getting another job, I had always loved cooking for the tennis team, women's and the men's teams before like 
like big matches in college. And I was like, I'm going to go to culinary school. Like it would be cool to learn how to cook more than chicken parm. I went to, I enrolled in a small culinary school here in LA and I did culinary for six months and then pastry for six months. And at that same time, I got a job working as a private chef for this family in Malibu just to like pay my bills and like not be dependent on bank of mom and dad. (laughs) that, That ended after college. And so I just loved it. And I started the blog and that like very slowly rolled into something larger. But I just like immersed myself in the food world and never left. And it was very unintentional to be like food professional. But here I am 11, 12 years later. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Unbelievable. I just think it's so crazy how you can go from 20 years of not eating food to then building recipes for everyone. It's so awesome. So what would you say is your style of food? Yeah, I would say it's all very approachable and very California Mediterranean with a hint of like my Arizona, like guacamole loving Ruth. But everything is very colorful and flavorful. And I try and let um, the flavors and the ingredients shine on their own and really highlight what's in season with a couple like cool seasonings or grilling tips or whatever it is. But I want I want it to be clean ish and healthy ish and, you know, everything in balance. But that all said, there are definitely some like decadent desserts and some aggressive cocktails and all these different things on my website. But I think my whole my whole like ethos behind food is you got to do everything in balance. So I think it's good to have both ends of the spectrum. There are a lot of like food bloggers out there and people that aren't even like chefs like you that are putting their work out there. What do you think has been the secret sauce that has enabled you to like grow so fast and have now collaboration with Williams Sonoma? Thank you. Thank you. Well, I think it's two things. I think when my site really started taking off and people started to actually like cook my recipes all the time and buy my books, it was when like Snapchat was around and I started cooking for people on video that changed my entire brand. And then the other thing I will say is I think because I was a private chef and I cooked for parties of like 10 to 80 all by myself, I can I can put together a menu and time it really well. So like no one's stressed out. And I think people love having that asset along with the recipe. Like here's what you put in at two o'clock at three o'clock at five o'clock. So by six o'clock, when your friends come over pre COVID, you had a really incredible meal. So I think those kinds of like little nuggets have been incredibly helpful for me and my audience, because it's like, if you go on food network, it's not offered there. Like those are little tips that I, that I can bring because I cooked for a living for many families. Totally. Quarantine happened. And obviously it felt like everybody became home chefs. Was the beginning of quarantine just so insanely crazy for you creating content? It was wild. I feel so fortunate that our team's so small that we could pivot so quickly to create that kind of content and focus more on like canned beans and pantry staples and all that kind of stuff. But traffic was up 300% in March and April and May, which is just absolutely nutty. And it was people who didn't normally come to my website because all of a sudden, so-and-so X, Y, and Z on the street needed to know how to make rice or what are the ratios for quinoa or just things. And I think these people might've already followed me, but they didn't cook, but they needed someone that they trusted to teach them these basic things because everyone was just like flying by the seat of their pants a couple months ago and 
nobody knew what to do. No, no. And there is no other option. So you're forced to learn. And so, yeah, I definitely like, I have both of your cookbooks here. The amount of things that we've made from your cookbooks this (laughs) quarantine, for the most part, everyone is pretty much cooking breakfast, lunch, and dinner at home. Like, what do you feel like something you can teach them that's exciting or something that you can teach them that's inspiring because they kind of maybe feel a little bit burnt out right now? Now with like some people being parents, their kids going back to school, having to cook three meals a day, like it's just so much more work when normally you would order lunch in or you would pick something up, whatever it is. Meal prep has been huge for everyone, I think, for the last couple of months. Like I've taught people how to prep vegetables on a Sunday and then work them into different meals throughout the week and like maybe put some chicken in the slow cooker because it's not going to make your house so hot. And then you can make enchiladas or tacos or whatever it is. I think having those couple things in your back pocket make your week so much easier. For sure. I mean, that's what we do in our house. Like we make a master list and we try if we're really motivated, we'll go through cookbooks and pick recipes and actually shop for those specific recipes. That's on like good weeks on not so good weeks. We just do one big list and then decide kind of like day of what we're going to make. But you do what you can, right? Yeah. You, you just got to get dinner on the table at the end of the day. Exactly. Everyone's hungry. You have a son. Like it's so there's, they're mouths to feed. (laughs) Right. And now a word from our brand partner. I don't know about you, but sometimes I seriously need a little summer vacation from being in the kitchen and cooking. When it gets super hot outside, I feel a little bit lethargic and I'm looking for ways to do less. That's why lately I have been skipping out majorly on my meal prep and keeping things easy with Daily Harvest. Right now, Daily Harvest is so refreshing. They are offering the most amazing smoothies and delicious scoops with their new plant-based ice creams. You guys, scoops are free of additives, preservatives, and fillers because they're made with whole nourishing organic ingredients like black sesame, which is delicious, coconut cream, one of my favorite things in the world, and dragon fruit. New to me, but delicious and tropical. It makes me feel like I'm on an island somewhere. And they have amazing flavors, four of them to be in fact. Daily Harvest is really a lifesaver. They help you stock your home with clean, delicious food that's built on real fruits and vegetables. They're farm frozen to lock in peak nutrients and taste. With Daily Harvest, there's tons of options for any time of day from smoothies to harvest bowls, flatbreads, and more. And the best part, it's ready to enjoy in minutes. So here's the deal, you guys. You have to try scoops. It's so freaking delicious. The mint and cacao chip flavor is my favorite. If you guys like mint chocolate chip ice cream, just try this. And it's healthy, you guys. Eating clean food with Daily Harvest is easy and effortless. Whether you're having a night at home or need a quick bite on the go, everything stays fresh in your freezer until you're ready to enjoy it. Keep it simple this summer with Daily Harvest. Go to dailyharvest.com and enter promo code WITHWIT to get $25 off your first box. That's promo code WITHWIT for $25 off your first box at dailyharvest.com. That's dailyharvest.com. Go get some ice cream. 
what are some quick meals that people can make right now? Yeah. So for breakfast, I'm all about smoothies right now and like little mini frittatas. Like I'll make a big, like I'll whisk together eggs and whatever vegetables are left over. And then I'll put them into little muffin trays that are like sprayed with Pam or something and bake them. So I've got like individual frittatas. And like also we eat a lot of avocado toast. Mm, That's so easy. What do you put in? I like lemon, salt, pepper. That's it. That's all I put in. Sometimes I'll throw a scrambled egg or a fried egg or like a little, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is everything seasoning on top, but like so simple. I do that for lunch and for breakfast. Like it's go to you're full for a couple hours and you don't have to think about things for lunch and dinner. I love leftovers personally. So like whatever I'm making for dinner, I'll just make double of. And that way we have lunch for the next day or two. And I don't have to think about like taking it. Like I can take a break and leave my computer and go eat in the other room, but I don't have to actually physically cook something if I'm recipe testing that day. So like whether it's cacio e pepe or like a black bean sweet potato taco or something like that, I'll just double everything. We've also been getting all these CSA boxes, like I said, that comes with like spinach and chard and all these different kinds of greens. And I just saute them all down and then put them on a piece of avocado toast or throw them over a bowl of grains with a fried egg, that kind of stuff. It like it's quick and it's filling and it's satisfying, but it's not complicated. What do you feel like are some of your greatest hacks that you've been able to teach people this quarantine? So I make all these sauces, like vinaigrettes. They're not even sauces. Sauces sound complicated, but like a basil vinaigrette, a cilantro vinaigrette, a lemon pecorino vinaigrette, which is just like all the ingredients I mentioned, plus usually red wine vinegar, olive oil, garlic, shallots, salt and pepper. And I feel like making homemade dressings is such a game changer in terms of your recipes, but it's a pain in the ass to make it every night. So if you make it on a Sunday and then you pop them into little ice cube trays and freeze them, you can pop one out midday, let it come to temp on your counter. So it's room temperature by the time you have dinner. And you can put that in a salad on top of a fish and a pasta on a steak or a piece of chicken that you took off the grill. And it changes the dynamic of the whole meal because you've got these like acidic bits from the vinegar and the garlic and whatever you use, whether it was basil, cilantro or lemon to season it. Game changer. Freeze it. Awesome. And then how long will that stay fresh? Like how long can I keep it in the freezer for? Forever, basically. Like if like I I have these little like silicon ice cube trays that they're easy to pop them out of. You can put like 12 things in there. They would keep for a couple months. Like you'll go through it, I'm sure, much faster than that, but you're fine. Like if it gets to the top, gets a tiny little bit of freezer burn, it's not going to affect the taste of anything. Okay. So what if I want to plan like a romantic little dinner date for Timmy and I'm not like very good at cooking, but something easy that I could make for the two of us that he would be impressed by, but that doesn't really require a lot. So there's a steamed fish recipe on my site and literally it's just like a filet or two or three or four have people you're feeding of salmon and you mix it with some sliced onions, some sliced garlic, some herbs, and you wrap it in parchment, pour some wine in it and literally cooks for 10 minutes in a Dutch oven on the stove. You don't have to turn your oven on and it just steams within the parchment. It And then like you have this insane white wine sauce that comes out of it and all these like lemony bits and herby bits. It is next level delicious. I made it for dinner last night and Thomas ate it before I got home today for lunch and I need to make it again. It's so good. (laughs) He'll love it. Throw it with like an arugula salad with some peaches or something like that. Simple. 
literally, if you did that and you had it all prepped, the whole thing would come together in under 30 minutes. Not a big lift on your part. Totally. And I could do like a rice on the side or just like fresh roasted veggies or something. 100%. Amazing. Okay. Exciting. At the beginning of quarantine, I was cooking like healthy chocolate chip cookies, right? Like everybody was. What is your go-to cookie recipe? The new one in the cookbook is the every damn day chocolate chip cookie recipe. You don't need to scale regular ingredients, no crazy weird flowers or anything like that. It is life-changing. And then also in the cookbook and on my website, there's my dad's kitchen sink cookies, which I feel like you okay. should make because they're very special. Like recipe from my dad with pulverized oats, all the normal ingredients. But then there's chocolate chips, M&Ms, dried craisins, and dried apricots, which I, I know you're like, weird. Why would you put all that stuff? No, it's so I'm good. And so I eat them down. breakfast cookies from time to time because there's dried fruit in them and, and oats. And I'm like, this is healthy. <laughs> and now a word from our brand partner. All right. So moms and dads out there know the pain of homeschooling. It is times like these that have inspired me to check out different kinds of learning experiences for Sunny. I found one called Laurel Springs. It's times like these that inspired me to take matters into my own hands, do a little research, and find a program that would work for my family or that could possibly help one of you guys. Online learning might be new for your family, but Laurel Springs has been doing this for nearly 30 years. You guys have to check out Laurel Springs. As experts in online learning, Laurel Springs has the tools and the curriculum your child needs to maintain their learning unhindered by whatever the future holds. They have super flexible learning programs designed for students in kindergarten through 12th grade, offering challenging and diverse courses. They are also accredited by the Western Association of Schools and Colleges and CONIA, which means their transcripts are recognized by college and universities worldwide. Now, this is not necessarily something that Sonny can partake in because he's only three years old, but I promise you that if he were of age to be in school, he would be checking out Laurel Springs. Register your child at laurelsprings.com slash withwit today and receive a waived registration fee. That's laurelsprings.com slash withwit for your waived registration fee. One more time, that's laurelsprings.com slash with wit. Back to our chat. Let's talk about your book, Eat What You Want, 125 Recipes for Real Life. So what was the inspiration behind this book? So after my second book came out, the one before this, everyone's like, "This, these are beautiful. I'm obsessed with these recipes, but what are you really eating? Like, why are you not 500 pounds? And, and I, my response was like, this is what I eat. Like, I don't, I'm not preaching anything that I'm not doing. And I think the the whole idea behind the ethos behind what I eat is you got to do it in balance and eat what makes you happy. And I know for me, if I'm like no sugar, no dairy, no butter, I'm like an angry human being by hour 17. <laughs> <laughs> so I just don't have the capabilities of doing that. So for me, it's all about moderation. So it's like these big loaded, beautiful salads and pasta or like really amazing tacos and guacamole and just colorful, fresh food that I wanted to get into this book. And then also in this book, there are three chapters for entertaining. So if you're quarantining with your fam and you want to put on a little dinner party or something, it gives you all the things from cocktails to dessert, how to put together a cohesive menu. Oh my God. I this My mouth is like watering right now because I ha also haven't eaten lunch yet, but <laughs> um, I just got onto the page, the California Dreaming Coconut Cocktail with 
cream of coconut, pineapple juice, dark rum, fresh orange juice, and then fresh pineapple wedges. What I would give to be sitting at the beach with that in my hand right now. That's also what I feel like is so great about cooking right now and and people being at home is that cooking and drinking can really transform your reality. And it can really feel like you are somewhere or it's reminiscent of something when you really aren't anywhere. Yeah. Like pour yourself an Aperol spritz and pretend you're in Italy. Like it's all about traveling via your kitchen. Tell people where they can find you. Yeah. So if you want more recipes, because outside of the cookbooks, my website is whatscobbycooking.com and it's whatscobbycooking on Instagram. And if you come hungry, you will continue to be hungry. Like there's a lot of food. (laughs) Gabby, thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate it so much. Thank you so much. It was so good to see your face. You too. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'd love to hear what you think and anything more or even less you'd want to hear about. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. If you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can find me on Instagram at Whitney E. Port, my website, WhitneyPort.com, and my YouTube channel, Whitney Port. Peace in the streets.